This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Wednesday, November 9th. Brought to you by Bravo AgriFinance. Good morning, I'm Jeff Kelly. Here's today's set of lines. Not a drought-busting storm. Pesticide workshop today and Senate Ag sets Farm Bill hearing. Newsom defeats Dolly. As many polls anticipated, an overwhelming number of Californians re-elected Governor Newsom to lead the state. GOP Senator Brian Dolly had only a fraction of Newsom's war chest and name recognition, but he stood a greater chance than any other farmer in modern history of gaining the governorship. In the meantime, Senator Alex Padilla defeated his Republican contender to serve the remainder of Kamala Harris' Senate term and to maintain the office for the next six years. Newsom appointed him to the post last year, with this being his first election. State urges water conservation amid storms. The first major storm of the water year is pummeling the mountains with more than four feet of snow in some places and several inches of rain elsewhere. Yet state water agencies are urging Californians not to give up their guard and to continue to conserve water. California is still in a deep and historic drought warned the state water board yesterday. The Newsom administration Save Our Water campaign is reminding residents to shut off their sprinklers for at least two days after the rain stops today. On that note, urban conservation has led to the lowest amount of summer water usage on record for Los Angeles. The city's Department of Water and Power announced this week that its customers used 6 billion gallons of water less than they did the same period last year. Mayor Eric Garcetti celebrated the cutback, but at the same time encouraged a different form of agricultural irrigation for Angelo, saying it's a perfect time to kick off the start of tree planting season. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak after this. When you work with Rabo AgriFinance, you get the global knowledge and financial strength of one of the world's largest and most innovative food and ag lenders, tools essential to realizing your aspirations. Discover how an unmatched network of local and sector experts can help you confront agriculture's challenges and seize the opportunities that lie ahead. Learn more and contact us at www.roboag.com. Creating value, connecting vision, Robo AgriFinance. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak West. DPR hosts two more pesticide notification workshops. Farmers in Tulare County can take part in an in-person workshop for the Department of Pesticide Regulation and share their thoughts on the agency's proposal for a statewide alert system ahead of pesticide applications. The session begins today at 5 at the Oroso Memorial Hall. The final workshop online and accessible to anyone in the state will be held tomorrow at the same time and hosted on Zoom. DPR held a workshop on Monday in Ventura County. Anti-pesticide groups demonstrated outside, arguing all Californians have a right to know exactly when and where hazardous pesticides will be applied. Bishop and Spanberger hang on as Democrats stem House losses. 
Georgia's Sanford Bishop and Virginia's Abigail Spanberger were among Democrats surviving close races yesterday as Republicans failed to knock off some top targets in their quest to take over the House. Bishop chairs the House Ag Appropriations Subcommittee and Spanberger chairs the House Ag Subcommittee that oversees conservation programs. Other House Ag Democrats who survived challenges included Marcy Kaptur in Ohio and Shanice Davids in Kansas. Republicans thought they could redistrict out Marcy Kaptur, and that's not going to work out for them, said Ohio farmer Chris Gibbs, founder and board chair of Rural Voices USAA, a group that supports Democrats. House Ag Chairman David Scott of Georgia and ranking member Glenn Thompson of Pennsylvania were easily reelected. Now in the Senate, Iowa GOP Senator Chuck Grassley easily won an eighth term despite a prominent poll in October that showed him facing a tight race. Senate Ag's top Republican John Bozeman of Arkansas also won re-election. Chairwoman Debbie Stabenow of Michigan was not on the ballot this year. Senate kicks off lame duck with farm bill hearing. Lawmakers return next week for their lame duck session and the Senate Agriculture Committee It'll use the time for a Farm Bill hearing. Leaders of the committee have held a pair of listening sessions on Farm Bill issues, but the panel hasn't done the title-by-title hearings that the House Ag Committee has been conducting this year. Tuesday's hearing will focus on rural development and energy programs. By the way, this week's AgriPulse newsletter looks at how USDA has been using the Rural Energy for America program and the administration's priorities for the additional $2 billion in the Inflation Reduction Act. Bayer's herbicide sales jump in the third quarter. Higher herbicide prices driven by supply shortages helped drive Bayer earnings above analyst estimates for the third quarter as the company's crop science division achieved an overall sales increase of 8.4% from the third quarter in 2021. Herbicide sales were up 45% from the third quarter in 2021. That thanks in part to prices of glyphosate-based products more than doubling since early 2021, Bayer CEO Werner Baumann said. But also on a call with reporters yesterday, Chief Financial Officer Wolfgang Nickel says prices had begun to decline in the third quarter and that in the last three months of the year, we expect them to normalize further. Lenders expect farm profitability to decline. Agriculture lenders are bracing for declines in farm profitability next year amid the looming threat of a recession, but some believe strong commodity prices could help ease some of the potential pain producers experience. More than 52% of 300 agriculture lenders that participated in a survey conducted by the American Bankers Association and Farmer Mac expect a decline in farm profitability over the next 12 months. Most of these bankers also cited interest rate volatility as their biggest concern in the current year, while saying inflationary pressure is the largest concern for producers. The Federal Reserve has been hiking interest rates to calm the inflationary pressure built into the U.S. economy over the last year. Nate Franzen, the resident of the Agribusiness Division at First Dakota National Bank in Yankton, South Dakota, said the heightened rates are adding to producer costs. You can read our full report at agripulse.com. 
opinion. Has FDA embraced the food safety culture it touts? In an opinion piece for AgriPulse, Jennifer McIntyre, Ph.D. with the International Fresh Produce Association, discusses the present state of food programs at FDA and a call for the agency to make a cultural shift. Uh, McIntyre opines the commissioner has an opportunity to rise to the occasion and implement a leadership structure and team that will help propel FDA towards the goals laid out by the Food Safety Modernization Act. To do this, he should continue to dig into the issues raised by stakeholders to understand why the approach to manage food programs can't simply borrow from the way other parts of FDA are organized. You can read our full piece at agripulse.com. Here's today's She Said It. We need to find ways to permanently live with less water. That Gloria Gray, Board of Directors Chair for the Metropolitan Water District of Southern California. The large urban agency has adopted a resolution encouraging its member cities and agencies to ban non-functional turf. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Wednesday, November 9th. Brought to you by Robo AgriFinance. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Nally.